Thank you for joining us on another episode of RPG Hour. This was originally a part of a live stream, and so we don't have a normal intro. But this is Jonathan Andrews running Numenera, while Mrs. RPG Hour and me, Mr. RPG Hour, play. We hope you enjoy. Seven, so I beat it by one point. Yes, you did. Nice. And he was already hurt, so you can kill him. <laughs> I just wanted to pet them. <laughs> okay, the uh, caravan is kind of in disarray. There are people running around. It looks like there's more of these pound packs all over the place, and there's some kind of sli- uh, rock slide from the valley that has... It looks like it landed on the front wagon. Uh-oh. Okay. Um... Since we will more than likely be attacked by more of these houndy things, um, I'm going to activate my force field to give myself a little bit more armor because Smart. biting is not fun. Smart. Um, and then, hmm, how far back are we from the lead wagon? About three wagons back. Okay, You're so we can, we can see it pretty clearly. Um, I guess we need to try to... Are there any more of the hounds nearby? Yes. There's an entire pack of, of hounds that are snarling at, at the... down from on the ground next to the uh, head of the wagon. The okay. repulsor light wagon is off the ground. And so it's... Uh, they, got, they jumped up on there, but it's not very easy for them to fight up there. Right. So right now they're on the ground snarling at you. Okay. Um, hmm. I have a bow. Would I take a penalty if I just start shooting them from on top of the wagon? Not at all. Okay, I'm going to start. Usually, shooting. that would be an asset. That's true, but I don't know because it hits. A, you know how some systems there's like long range, and if you're close range with a long range weapon, there's penalties and. Nothing like that. Oh, this is so great. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to start shooting them. Yeah. Um, because that's going to be the best way to go about it until I can clear enough that I can get down and not immediately be there are five of set them. upon. Speed attack. Okay. Ranged attacks are always speed attacks. Okay. Uh, physical ranged attacks are... Always, cipher attacks are different, but... Right. Okay. So, too, I don't have anything that will help me with that, so... That is a nine. That's good enough. Yeah. Is it just the four damage for the bow? Yeah, just the four damage. Okay. You hit one in the body. It yelps, looks hurt, but still snarling. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to grab my pole axe and run towards the commotion. You're on the wagon. Are you going to jump Oh, you're re- you're running towards the front wagon. Yeah, I'm running towards the front wagon. Okay. Oh, um, and I'm going to activate flow. Enables the user to move more rapidly by harnessing momentum gained from movement. Once per round, when the user takes an action to move, she gains another action that she must use t- uh, at once. She can use this action only to move. Nice. So I'm basically going to be double moving. Okay. It lasts for one hour. Leaving me? <laughs> nice. Uh, well, you... the bigger commotion's up towards the front. 
your foot hits the ground, and bam, loud sound. A wagon lands on the dogs and just sweeps them off. There's nothing left of the dogs except a smudge on the ground. What? What do you do? Does it look like something threw the wagon, or it just fell out of the... It just fell. What, What did it do? It definitely flew from the front of the caravan. Oh, no, but there's... Now some, it's behind you. There's some... Okay, I need to go up front and see what it is, because something <laughs> just threw a heavy thing, and I'm terrified and intrigued all at once. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay. need to know if it's something that needs to die, or is something that is useful. All right. <clears throat> you get on the ground, and you can see, at the front of the caravan, the caravan has stood up. And what you see is a massive 15-foot monster that is made up of rock and synth and dead plants, all bound together by some kind of sinewy muscle grift. And uh, it's stood up on its haunches, and it's hitting its chest like this. While you're watching, it smashes one fist down, breaks a, a wagon in two, and it reaches out and tendrils from its, from its hands just snake out, wrap around the wagon, and start pulling it into its arm. So this one's on you, buddy. Have fun. What ciphers did you have again? Uh, flow. <laughs> That's it, flow. Oh, you did? Okay. I didn't get a replenishment. No. Oh. Oh, I didn't know if I just didn't get a replenishment. Uh, uh, my other one is going to be a flame retardant wall. So, uh, that's <laughs> I got that one before. It's something. It's <laughs> something. Yay! Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just moving. Uh, just I'm, I'm running up as quickly as possible, mm. so. You've heard stories of these creatures. They're called Calorail. And they're basically like giant gorilla trash monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but you said dried bits of plant. Or, are dead dead, dead are they, bits of plant that they, they've just absorbed into their body. Are they are they dry at all? Are they like... Are they composting or is it dried? It, it's just whatever they pick up. At this point, it's probably dried. Okay. But not, like, kindling dry. Mm. It's okay. not something that would catch fire easily. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, what is the rest of the caravan doing? Are they, like, the where, where are the rest of the guard? There are packs of the hounds that are... Harassing anybody that's on the ground. Uh, You see three of them just from where you're sitting, uh, from where you're standing. And um, Clyden's rangers, the other guards of the caravan, are are trying to take care of two of the packs with fair success. They're they're doing pretty well against two of the packs, but one of the packs is just running around the caravan, nipping at any any civilians that try to try to leave the wagons. Um, So as a result, 
most of the people of the caravan are cowering in the wagons. Okay. Because they're just pinned down. Okay. Hmm. Well, the guards seem to have the hounds pretty... pretty taken care of. They'll be able to handle that. He's running toward big monster thing. He will probably get there in two turns at the rate he's moving. Yeah, him and his infinite stupid will probably need my help. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's barbarian ingenuity. <laughs> it's not stupid if it works, I guess. That should be a t-shirt. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I guess I'm following behind. That's uh, I've got daggers on me and I'm ready to I've got my bow I'm ready to I guess figure out how we're going to deal with this huge thing <laughs> okay you are sprinting past the second wagon when the caravan master waves over to you and says hey hey Gilbert come over here no time wait I've got ciphers for you oh <laughs> Backpedal, yay. <laughs> Here, I've got some offensive ciphers that might work better. Oh, God. You can take your pick of any of those, but I don't recommend you take more than two. Mm -hmm. And when you get up, the caravan master, Luz, offers you the other two. Okay. I had these stashed. They might help against this guy. Meanwhile, Ooh. the Calorail engulfs the other the other part of the first wagon. You can take both. Okay. I, I won't I won't level any cipher explosions on you for right now, since Beep. you're not gonna have the ciphers for long. And we don't have anybody else in the party. <laughs> That's what I figured it was. It was yes. one of those, like, you know. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, just let me know when I'm close. Yes. You are close. <laughs> right, um, he, he, is, he is engulfing the, the second part of the wagon, so it takes a minute for that. So what I'm going to do is, as soon as I get up there, um, I have a, um, a lightning wall projector. Yeah creates a wall of uh, electric bolts up to 30 feet by 30 feet by one foot that inflicts damage equal to the cipher's level on anything that passes through it. Mm -hmm. The wall conforms to the space available and it lasts for 10 minutes. Um, and so I'm actually going to uh, throw that like right behind the uh, caravan, uh, the, 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 the wagon that he's taking. Behind, like on our side? or On behind? our side. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna put it. So between you and him. Yeah, between me and him. Uh, so that he's got it, and then I'm gonna start climbing up this uh, caravan, and it's going to do six damage. Nice. Awesome. And this was lightning damage? Yeah, lightning damage. Yeah, okay. What are you doing? You don't get there quite as fast as he does, but right. while he's setting up his lightning wall, you arrive. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to follow suit and use a cipher. I'm going to use the 
pyrolytic pulsar. Okay. What's it do? It sends out a series of rapid-fire encapsulated heat pellets up to 200 feet. The pellets burst into flame upon contact, causing uh, disintegration damage equal to the cipher level um, to all creatures within immediate range of the explosion. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's the level of the cipher? So it is 1d6 plus 2, so it will be 4. Not bad. Okay, so your lightning wall just starts shocking him from a distance. He's probably getting about half the effect from from how far he is, but he roars at it and backs off a a little bit uh, on his knuckles. Your uh, explosive pellets hit him and just disintegrate uh, large sections of his body. Uh, So there's a gaping hole in his chest now where you can see lots of just muscle and and, uh, viscera. And part of his hip is gone. Cool. Are you still on top of the caravans? No, I I ran. I'm where you are. No, no, no. Were you running on top or did you get down? He climbed on top. Oh, I got down. Okay. Because... She wasn't worried about no wolf packs. <laughs> no, I, I'm sneaky sneak. So I'm going to plant my feet. Sneak through. It's so fine. I'm going to plant my feet and grab my axe, and I'm going to look around for her, and as soon as I see her, cannonball! Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but first, before we do cannonball... Uh, because I am small and he is very large and I have knives, mm. <laughs> um, I am going to put shock weapon on one of my <laughs> my attackers. Nice. Uh, so for the next 28 hours, each time this weapon uh, strikes a solid creature or object, it generates a burst of electricity, inflicting one additional point of damage. Nice. Because this is important. <laughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> So I attack the wind with my axe uh, to launch her <laughs> across the wall. I'm kind of hanging on to, like, crouching on the axe, like, waiting <laughs> until I get to just the right spot in his swing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sounds like a might check to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's set the difficulty at, um, let's see. Uh, how far from the wagon did you set the... Um, Lightning wall. Um, 10 feet, 20 feet. If it's 10 feet, it might be shocking people in the wagon. If there's anybody left in the wagon. <laughs> 15 to 20 feet. Okay. And he's probably about 20 feet beyond that, so 40 feet. Oh, wait, no, no, no. That was the cabin, that was the wagon that he was already, like, kind of consuming, right? The the second wagon, the, the first wagon was the one he just consumed. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He picked up a different wagon and threw it. I didn't count that one in my numbers. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about the one that he was just consuming. Um, then this would have been like 10 feet from it. Okay. Because if he's consuming it, uh, as horrible as it's going to sound, those people are probably already dead. I would say so. So, yeah, no, it's going to be 10 feet from that. This is... <clears throat> I was just gonna check. Uh, who cares? Okay, let's say it's a difficult, challenging. Let's say it's a challenging 
All right, I'm at a 15. Over the wall. Um, now, you can launch her easily. Get, it's just getting her over the wall that's the difficulty. Now, this and is that a, is preferred. <laughs> Let me so just say. This is a, basically a feat of uh, brute strength. Yeah. So um, that'll bring it down to a four. Good. And then... Um, Spend some light points. <laughs> you Go have ahead. a. You are trained in jumping. You can assist him. Oh yeah. Okay, that works. I do that. Um, I'm also going to um, turn on muscles of iron. It's going to cost me uh, two might points. Smart. And it's also going to any non-combat might thing is going to go down by one step. Um, Her trained assistance gives you two steps. So that brings your difficulty down to like one. Yeah, that's a one. Uh, so don't roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Eleven. Yes. I had my intrusion all picked out. <laughs> <laughs> what, I was going to go flying face first into the wall? <laughs> yeah, you would have had to, but then the Calarel would have caught you out of the air. Oh, Jesus. Don't worry, he'll catch you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to reel back and I'm going to lower my back knee and then I'm just going to like heave as hard as I can. <laughs> just, just like somebody like... I'm treating it more like a pizza. Uh, those, <laughs> those pizza auto, paddles? Auto, oven pizza paddles? paddles? Yeah. I'm treating my axe like a pizza paddle right now, and I'm just like flinging her like a, a pizza stuck on it. As as we're doing this, I'm kind of, because you're the only person close by, I'm like, man, I really hope someone's watching this. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> you scream while you're flying through the air? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You've done this before. You're We've a pro. done this before. I've got this, but I do streamline my body a bit after after I leap off the blade after hitting the maximum trajectory. As you're approaching that lightning wall, <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of slim myself out. But actually, I could probably just make myself like a dart knife first. <laughs> okay, so you fly through the air. And you clear the lightning wall by inches. The lightning crackles up and, and, and makes all of your hair stand up. <laughs> lightning from the wall to the lightning to the blade. Oh, yeah. It does have... Well, no, only when it makes contact does it, does That's it true. do anything. That's true. We get a slow motion effect. The lightning from the, from the wall crackles up and, and plays over the blade. And like, we get awesome visuals. Yeah. This is gorgeous. Okay. So I am over the wall. I am trying to essentially treat this like a dive. Mm. So I'm trying to dive into the creature. Yeah. Knife first. Doesn't matter where I hit him because electricity is <coughs> a bitch. True. <laughs> so um, I just need to make sure I actually make it far enough to hit him. Absolutely. Uh, for that, I'll give you two levels of effort equivalence. Okay. So you can apply those either to the attack or to the damage. Or both. You can split them up however. You can add a level of your own effort if you want. Um, and Would this be a speed since I'm leaping? or You can do speed or might. Okay. Essentially, you would be brute forcing him once you hit and just kind of not moving while you're while you're flying yeah <laughs> just staying as still as possible <laughs> as i'm flying through the air just to make sure i get the right trajectory or you can do somersaults and be an awesome speed demon so either way 
I'm gonna say this only because your murdering gives you. That's true. A bonus to damage. Just I'd say stick them into stick the into the attack. Into the attack. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um. Yeah, so that would make. What's my difficulty here? So that I know what I'm rolling for to make sure I actually hit and actually hit. Okay, so well. hitting him is not as hard. It's hitting a spot that's going to hurt. That makes his difficulty a six. So now it's so just down to four. As opposed to uh, hitting him and hurting yourself. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's the that's what I'm trying to avoid. So you got a twelve or better unless you add Actually, you know what? If I tuck myself after I've cleared the wall, if I tuck myself up into a sphere and then release once I'm about to hit, not only will that make me go farther, because physics, um I might have a little bit more control when I land. I like it. Okay. I'm gonna do that because that makes a lot more <laughs> sense. So we call that an asset. Style asset. Nine. Nice. Okay. So, and then I'm gonna use my two. Did you oh, write that's a, that's yeah, that's Okay. So I just needed nine, nine or, or better. Oh, I thought the two was for him being surprised. Oh, I forgot about surprise. So. Because didn't you say you were gonna put the two of uh, two levels of effort into damage? No. She's no, doing I was it doing it into attack. Oh. See. Because I already get, because of murder. You're rolling for a three, then. Because of murder, <laughs> I get a bonus to my damage. <laughs> he has armor, though. It doesn't matter. Okie dokie. I will get through. I will get through. <laughs> Even just a little chink of damage I'm all right with, because it's dark, <laughs> and it'll be fine. It's all you. It's kind of on its side. It's higher I, than a three. Should I, yeah, it's higher than a three either way. You can re-roll it or you can take it. Either way. Do you really want to risk it? Yeah. Okay. I'm only doing this because he said so. Because <laughs> otherwise I would say higher than a three. I'm cool with that. Maybe try to roll it on your board. That's what I was aiming for before, but then it... Is that a 17? It is a you 17. Got additional damage. Nice. Sweet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. In At least somebody one... can do well on a reroll. <laughs> um, so you're at eight damage. So it's, it's two, two plus four my... plus one plus one. Okay. So oh god, we're now playing Clue. Okay. okay. Four. So what was two. Plus murdering is plus four. So plus four. Oh yeah. For murdering. Plus one for the lightning damage. Okay. So plus one for my lightning damage. Plus two for my dagger. And then plus one from the additional yeah. damage. So it's eight. Mm-hmm. Two plus four plus one plus one. <laughs> I know it's whatever they said. I don't remember okay. anymore. But yes, now we're playing Clue and have to do small math numbers. So small you numbers broke math. off a good chunk of him. How did you do it? Um, how, t- how tall is the wall? The wall behind him? About 20 feet. That I, that I cleared? Oh, the wall feet. that you cleared. Uh, how tall was it? 30 feet. 30, 30 feet. feet. Sweet. You were I'm diving. Doing this, I'm doing this pirate style. <laughs> Down was, and drag. <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to be like, is this a... Is that's, this a why I, that's why I needed to know how high off the ground I was. Because if it's just, eh, that's not as fun. Mm-hmm. But 30 feet. <laughs> yes. Um, as soon as she does that, my people! <laughs> 
<laughs> we have pirates. Pirates. We are pirates. <laughs> it made sense to the seven intelligence barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm looking at him like... Okay, so your dagger goes in, the shocks play all over him, then the chunks just start falling out of him as you're dragging down his chest. Okay, as soon as I hit the ground... He howls with fury and beats his chest. As soon as I hit the ground, I'm running. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> but he's still going to get an attack on you. <laughs> uh, you took a lot out of him, so I, I will I will make it a weakened attack for this turn. <coughs> you are only rolling against a five. <laughs> okay, what is he doing? He is re- slamming his fists and elbows down on the ground around you. Okay. And maybe on top of you. I think it would behoove me to jump out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, so, now it's just a twelve. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leap out of the way, but it would probably be good to kind of jump tuck, jump in a way that makes me long and go this way more than up. And, um, like, tuck and roll, land on my feet so that I can continue to get out of his way. Sounds cinematic. Style bonus. All right. That brings it down to a three. To a three. Okay. Nine or better. Twelve. Aw, good shot. <sighs> okay, so he brings his, his fist down and just pulverizes the stone behind you and it leaves a crater <laughs> as you roll the, just past. A crater that could have been me. <laughs> yes, it could have. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get range because at close distance, my dagger, not important. But I do have a bow, which will be helpful. That's true. So I'm trying to get a little bit of range between me and this monster. <laughs> she squeaks as the thing almost just smashes her into paste. <laughs> what are you doing? Um. So... Am I able to kind of play baseball with a cipher to have it go off when it hits? If it doesn't go off when you... I don't have a problem with that in principle. What kind of cipher? All right, uh, it's a frigid wall projector. I want it to go off right on him. Sure, absolutely. You have a lot of walls. Yeah, that, I, 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 got, I got these two because I was hoping for the bombs, and then I rolled, and I got walls. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... You're really enthusiastic about walls. <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's enough with them. Like, they like me. I don't like them. Like, uh, <laughs> I keep coming around. I keep saying, hey, hey, some space, baby. <laughs> I see this wall all gussied up. <laughs> 70s, like the frilly little, like... Polka dots, leopard polka dots. Oh, that's gross. (laughs) All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the cipher and I'm going to toss it up and I'm going to hit it with the side of my axe to make it go over the wall and towards. Just don't roll a one, please. I know. (laughs) Eight. Um, Did we set a difficulty? No. No. (laughs) Okay, ordinarily his difficulty would be six, but. 
And the, we'll say this still catches him by surprise because nobody expects somebody to fling a wall at you, right? <laughs> That's <Okay>. true. <laughs> so that brings it down to four. All right. Um, what else can you do to bring it down? The, uh, no, no, no. I, I've still got my mic thing on. That's so true. So it still brings it down. So this is a three. Shit, I gotta do one more though. Well, you have your skill. If it's a mic thing. Oh, that's right. Yes. So I, I do uh, it. <laughs> hang on. It's a ranged attack. It really is. Ah. Oh, okay. Um, but but I'll let you have the asset for the for the uh, ability. So it's a nine. <laughs> um. Describe the heck out of it. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm grabbing the and make cypher. it make it cinematic. I'm John Wu level here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grabbing the cipher and I'm looking at it. And I look at my blade. I toss it up in the air. I ready my axe. And I just smack it as hard as I can. And I make the sound of a bomb going... <laughs> uh, until, it hits, until it hits the gorilla. But once it hits it, I'm still going to like... It's going to be like a time delay. And I'm like... Oh, boom! Because <laughs> he got so distracted by whistling. Because yes. what fun is this? <laughs> I like it. Okay, good enough. It hits. Now, what level was it? Um. Oh, I forgot to roll for the level. Uh, Whoa! Nice. Whoa. He just rolled a six. Yeah, that's an on eight a D six. Okay, what was the damage related to that? Is it equal to level? Uh, equal to level, yeah. Is it cold damage? What exactly does the uh, cypher Super do? Super cooled air up to that inflicts damage. Anything? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a frigid wall, so I guess it's cold damage. Okay, and it doesn't list any other effects. No, just uh, it conforms to the space available. It lasts for ten minutes, and it's thirty by thirty by one. <laughs> oh, okay, so the cipher embeds in his chest, where you loosen the, the his chest up. The cipher is inside his chest. He looks down at it, and then the cipher goes off. Boom! And it, a wall erupts from his chest. This, this cold energy just flows out. You just pulled an Ant-Man. <laughs> so cold energy is blossoming out, and... Uh, he just falls over, and there's a wall on top of him. He's frozen. He's laying there. He's groaning. Uh, and there's a wall on top of him. How do we get through the walls now with caravan the caravan? Caravan Master looks out uh, from behind minutes. the wagon, okay. and he says, Is he dead? <laughs> How is the wall on him? Because this is going to be very important in a second. <laughs> Is he? His chest is about 10 feet off the ground, so the wall is starting there. Okay. See, the wall but conforms it, it, to the space and available. It's, and it's, is it, are his arms up, are his arms down? Let's say up. <laughs> what side of the wall am I on? You are still on the lightning side of uh, you are still I'm on his side of the lightning wall. Okay. So I'm I'm in between yes. the, the two. Legs. I got the legs. <laughs> yes. How thick is the wall? How thick was that wall? 
Um, one foot. Twelve inches. Okay. I'm going to run up to him and start stabbing him in the side where he can't get me with his legs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Until he's not groaning anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make an attack. Um, he, his, his attack, his defense will start at five since he's on the ground. Right. Um, he's helpless, so I'll bring it down to three. Okay. Before you add anything. Okay. I, he can't, he can't get, mm, he could pump off the wall, but in my mind at the moment, he can't get me if I stay where his legs can't reach me, so. Technically that's not true. Really, I'm, <laughs> I'm making you roll more to make sure that you can do damage to him instead of your dagger right now. Okay. Um, so I really don't, I'm not going to be leaping or anything, so I don't have anything to add to my attack. I mean, the thing so about the walls, to... he can get up and stand up, but he takes damage every time he passes through it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's fine. But it also just exploded out from him, so I'm pretty sure he's incapacitated for and a he's, moment or two. He's, he's stunned a minute. He appears, or... appears to be very frozen. Yeah. However, I'm going to offer you a GM intrusion. Okay. <sighs> okay. It probably won't kill you. Are you interested? <laughs> you can take it and accept an experience point, or you can refuse it and pay an experience point. And since these are pregens, I'll say they have an experience point that you can pay. Is there a priority to use his up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, no. With all those ones, I'm, I'm sure he's got another experience point around here somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> he should. He, he's bound to be getting something back in karma. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. So the way. Getting experience from an intrusion works in Cypher is I give you two experience points and you keep one experience point and give one experience point to another player. Okay. With two players here, that means I'm giving each of you an experience, experience point. point and that's... So mark down an experience point on each of your sheets. Okay. You can use these experience points for a reroll. So they're good to have. Okay. In campaigns, you can also use them to increase your abilities and such. Okay. We'll get into that after the show, but um, the, the, the salient point right now is you can use it for a reroll. Okay, intrusion. When you start to poke him with your dagger, his arm comes up and he push, pushes it through the wall and covered with frost and ice, he brings his arm down on you. Okay. So I need to get up out the way. <laughs> you need a speed defense roll. Okay. But you can tell that this is his dying effort. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he just took uh, eight damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, so his arm's coming down, trying to come on top of me. I'm standing on the ground next to his side. Correct. Stabbing him. Would I have enough time to try to jump up on top of his body where I'm stabbing? Potentially. Okay. 
And is his arm moving fast enough that he wouldn't be able to course correct <laughs> on the way? Probably. Okay. I'm going to do that. Okay. Because i got to keep stabbing him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're clambering up, the, the, up his side. Bearing in mind that the wall is really close to you. Yeah. And if you roll badly, you might get clipped or you might run into the wall. One or the other. Okay. Or do you want to leap out of the way? There's always that. Yeah, but if I leap out of the way, I'm either moving myself out of range or somewhere where he can kick me. True. And his arm's going to be in the way of stabbing him again. He's probably going to be dead after this. Yeah, I guess I'll leap out of the way. But you do you. <laughs> because, well, no, because if I leap out of the way, I can just start stabbing his arm. True. So, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Uh, we'll leap out of the way. Um, we're going to, actually, since I'm up close stabbing him, I may as well use my use him as leverage to actually launch myself backwards off of him. I was hoping you were going to do that. That <laughs> makes me warm and fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Now that I think about it, let me just let me just nope on out of here. <laughs> okay, so his attack is a seven. Uh, the style bonus will make it a six. Okay. But everything else you got to do on your own. <laughs> okay, so six, and then <clears throat> your jump gives you a one for being five. Tra- yeah, mm-hmm. for being trained. Um. I think that's as low as I can make it. It will be cheaper if you spend effort than take damage. Yes. But it would really suck if you spent effort and failed. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, and you said it's speed? Yes. So I I could drop two... I could drop two in my speed. Mm -hmm. And And take a a level of effort. And take a level of effort. Do you have any ciphers that would help you? Actually, yes, I do. <laughs> I have speed boost. There you go. So, two. One speed edge. Oh. Yeah, so now I have two edge to my speed. So that reduces the cost by two. It doesn't so actually let you, but you're only spending one, one in but that But now case. I'm spending one. Exactly. And then if I wanted to get, no, because I can only do one because I'm only level one. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Damn. Okay. Uh, I'll let you take a second level of effort since it's an intrusion. That's going to put you at a one. Um, second so level costs two. So two. your total is so costing be, three. It's three. So... Look, if you don't take that second level, you're at a six. If you take it, you're at a three. Yeah. No, I need to do that. I'm going to do that. It's okay. up to you. All right. So. You're avoiding seven points of damage, so... D- yeah, I need to... I, you made a spend, a spend an effort on that. You're avoiding ten points of damage. Yeah. I'm assuming we've rested. I haven't marked my points. Yeah, it, into, yeah. you've okay. rested plenty. Okay, so... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm spending three of my speed pool. So now I just have to beat a nine? Three. Three. He made a three target number. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like a three difficulty. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Okay. That's what I was saying. Like, you... <clears throat> three is a confusing number in this game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's six and nine. I mean. Oh, yeah. That's a 16. That's That's a 16. A 16. Nice. So. How do you get out of there? So I, what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to, 
I'm dropping my knife. I can get it later when he's dead. Um, I'm going to grab onto the side of him, pull myself up so I can get my feet on him, and just push as hard as I can and just launch myself backwards. I don't even care how I land as long as I just don't get smashed. <laughs> you narrowly clear it, and you can feel his 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 uh, fist come down on your on your shoes as he smashes the ground. <sighs> Cracks run through across the ground all around you, and you roll away. Yeah. Yay! I'm gonna get, stand up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, y'all! <laughs> Caravan master pokes his head around again. Now is he dead? <laughs> oh, pull out another knife and throw it at him. <laughs> Are you trying to hit him? I don't even, not even with the pointy side, just try to hit him <laughs> to see if he twitches or anything. Uh, no, he doesn't twitch. I'm gonna go get my knives. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and give a thumbs up. <laughs> As we are clear. <laughs> oh, we gotta move him out of the way now. And... Mm-hmm. <sighs> On the other hand, there's no telling what he engulfed. In oh. that body of his. That's true. When you start digging through parts. Mm-hmm. Probably after the wall comes down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll wait for the yeah, wall. After the walls come down, I'm going to use my axe to kind of like break things apart, move things, uh, and kind of just like take a look inside. <laughs> Can you find a small bloody doll? Aww. You also find an artifact, though. Is it from the caravan? <laughs> Probably not. Oh. You don't recognize it. Okay. Six, either one of you. You've been right. doing good on d sixes. Four. Okay. Now the other person roll d percents. I'm good at these ones. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. You get a cr creation lantern. Ooh, Ooh what does that do? About to find out. Sweet. Okay, somebody, either one of you, roll me for level. This is an egg-shaped synth device with a hollowed center containing a metal orb. Third level. When activated, the device scans a five-foot cube of material within a short distance and creates a physical copy from solidified light in an open space within a short distance. The copy lasts for a number of hours equal to the artifact level. So I guess you can duplicate just about anything. So we have we have something that could be used essentially as a doppelganger, or at least as a target dummy distraction prop. Yeah, as long as it's five feet. 
Oh, uh, square cube. Why don't you roll a d10 to see how how many times we can use it? Oh, actually, the depletion number works every time you use it. You roll depletion. If you hit a one, in this case, on a d10, it's depleted. Oh, I'm not gonna do my dumb thing then. What were you <laughs> What were you gonna do? How does this work? I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh, look, a dolly. <laughs> you can get a dolly for three hours. <laughs> Would he know not to do that? As um, materials or as things are, things like this are not exactly common. It, you understand the mechanics of artifact depletion. All mechanics have some kind of power source or something that um, uses itself up sometime. And you never know when. Like, he had a device that clipped his nails for him. And all of a sudden, one day, he was on the middle of his third nail and it just went out. And he had that his fourth nail. Finally, he just bit it off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the basics of our, our, uh, artifacts, everybody knows. Alright, so we have this cool lantern thing that makes stuff. out at Office Depot. And then weathered it? Yeah. I love weathering. <laughs> okay, so this is where you guys come. And Sarah is your end destination. Okay. And as you approach it from the south, um, still with the massive great slab visible on the southern horizon, you see a mountain. And next to the mountain, there is a energy shield shimmering in the air around a collection of huts and hovels and it's in the shape of about a half circle. Okay. It looks like there are pieces missing from the circle. But you can see the energy shield from miles away and as you approach it becomes uh, apparent that this town has built up around and inside the energy sphere. Um, there are some large buildings that are at the foot of the mountain, and then there are a lot of um, huts and hovels and some stone buildings that are collected around in the town. You guys go around the west side of the town, and you get to see some of the um, merchants' estates that are more upscale. Some of them have walls around them. Um, some of them are two-story. And all of them are made out of something more than just synth and plywood. Um, you make it to eventually to the north side of town, 
which is the fairgrounds where all the merchants will be setting up for the rendezvous festival. Um, you are arriving around midpoint in when the merchants show up. And so you get a pretty good spot plot, but not one of the best plots. Uh, you're probably half mile away from town. Um, there are merchants all around you, kids running around the, 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 the fairgrounds. And you help to set up the wagons that left. <laughs> <laughs> After that, manual labor, supervising. Him, manual labor. <laughs> the uh, caravan master, Luz, calls you all over to a... Um, Uh, meeting mm -hmm. <laughs> and he, he says uh, thanks everybody for setting up this is the town of Ansera as I'm sure most of you already know uh, this is the halfway point for a lot of you guys um, so I'm gonna give you half your wages uh, I got a little bonus for helping out with that thing um, so so you did see me launch off his axe. <laughs> Good job on that. <laughs> so uh, come by and collect your collect your money from me. There's there's a couple of good bars in here. Uh, Nana's Bar and Grill is the big building under the mountain, and um, you can get good grub there, good drinks, not too expensive. But there are other places in town. Uh, brothels, if you're interested in that sort of thing. Uh, more places where you can restock your weaponry. Uh, ciphers. Stuff like that. Uh, yeah, if you need anything, I'm here. Otherwise, I think most of the people are collecting down at Nana's Grill and uh, gonna have a drink to celebrate getting here in one piece. Uh, so Gilbert's gonna collect his money. Yay, survival! <laughs> look for a uh, flower dealer. Somebody who's, uh, like, uh, whether it's a shop or uh, an actual dealer, <laughs> and he's gonna buy a, a nice looking flower, mm -hmm. um, and he's gonna go to the bar and grill, um, and he's going to uh, present himself uh, and look for a woman who appears to be of a hearty stature, uh, basically looking for a female glaive. There are plenty of those around. He's and gonna pick up a prostitute. At least. <laughs> Uh, at least half of them are straight. So that's in your favor. This is an intellect check. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna have to figure out which one. But but hey, the 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 rose is an asset or dandelion or whatever you <laughs> you bought. I'll buy a decent flower. Like, like, like I'll put like. Uh... I'll put like two shins into it, three shines into it. That's two pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm only I'm only buying one. I'm not buying a bouquet or anything like yeah. that. Like, I don't want to walk in. With well, you're not going to get an orchid, but yeah, okay, you yeah. can get something nice. <laughs> um, a, a sturdy carnation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if a dagger is one, 
A sheaf of wheat. If a dagger is one, I, I figure I'm at least getting like a, a, a good-looking rose or... That's one of the things. Do they have partial shins? I don't know. They never mention partial shins. It's like, you know, this bead's off color. I'm gonna give, only going to give you half a shin for this one. <laughs> I'd, like to think, I'd like to think that not like a partial shine, but like... Maybe like if it's smaller, they'll be like, <laughs> right? Like you need to give a little bit more yeah. of, of, of things those size, that size, in order to <laughs> have equivalency. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so I've got I rolled an eleven, um, and if the flower does like one better, um, then you know I mean as long as the difficulty is not above a three. Um, I've got, uh, so he's going to uh, attempt to romance them uh-huh. uh, in, in the most of, with a flower and a barbaric uh, Oh man, I've got a drink, tomb. I'm ready for this, because this is hilarious. <laughs> Are you a hobbit? She's placing bets. No, I've just got a really large drink, because this is fun. <laughs> Taking okay. bets on how, how quickly it takes him to get slapped. Um, so you do if he gets into a into a fight <laughs> you find a strong looking steel haired woman who is obviously vigorous and who looks at you more than once uh. although your skin is still just a little bit blue and it may be that so it's hard to tell I still propose marriage to her <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> See, I knew where you guys think I was going with this, but that's not where I was going with this. I propose marriage to her. She she makes a counter proposal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks disappointed and wanders off. Then. Oh. <laughs> she so, twirls her axe. So somebody owes me money. <laughs> As he walks by, he puts the flower into her drink. Uh, <laughs> I was still drinking that. It's okay. The one he picked up was chamomile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And on the northern horizon, next to a tall mountain in the distance, you see an equally tall statue that glints in the sun. Who is it a statue of, do we know? Mm, No idea. Do we want to check it out? I'm assuming we're probably a little drunk right now. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of RPG Hour. This was us playing Numenera. Uh, We do hope that you enjoyed. Uh, If you want to support us, you can go over to ko-fi.com forward slash RPG Hour. You can also find us at patreon.com forward slash RPG Hour. Uh, or you can go to our website, rpghour.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, and we do hope that you enjoyed the show. And until the dice roll again. Bye.